This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. I am Babs Gray, and for the first time in quarantine, I have to say, Paul Dano collects teeth. Oh, <laughs> uh, it feels like it's pre-quarantine. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm Brandy Posey, and I saw the best butts of my generation destroyed by scrolling. Go outside, Aww. get offline. <laughs> I'm Tess Barker, and success doesn't happen overnight, unless you're a two-inch chin hair. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. For everyone, that's the fucking best. Come on, baby, it's time to hang out with your favorite ladies, ladies and ladies, ladies and ladies. Thank you for coming to the show. We're so excited for our guest today. She's so funny, comedian, actress. You've seen her on SNL. She has a podcast called Best Friends with Nicole Byer. And she's in Amazing Things coming out. She's in the thriller Spree that just came out last week on Amazon and Woke coming up on Hulu. So cheers, Amada. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah, thanks for doing this. We were just talking about how you have all this amazing shit coming out and you just get to like fucking enjoy it. Yeah. It's so weird, though, how long everything takes, though, because it's oh, like, oh, yeah, truly. Dear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like years before fi- something finally gets shot and then it's another year before it finally gets edited and then it finally comes out. And it's like, oh, yeah, I did that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, like to do interviews for stuff. And then they're like, what was it like on set? And I'm like, oh, boy, what was it? Like? What was it like? A year and a half ago. What were we doing? What were we laughing at? <laughs> what was funny? Yeah, you have to keep those like right, like one anecdote per set yeah. down you just to your... be like, and this is my little story about your the Lady Gaga. There could be a hundred people in the room. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then someone puts a compilation together of all the times yeah. I said that. Yes, exactly. There should be like, they should just have like one person in the crew that is like a quirky camera guy or something whose job is is to give you that anecdote. <laughs> That's really and funny. Then, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's, That's a great his whole idea. job. Yeah, just like, like oh, he comes I up. I saw the way you hold that cup. That's right. <laughs> Late night material. <laughs> exactly. Conan would I'd love say- that. Save that. <laughs> <laughs> Tuck that one away. I would like to have Conan just follow me around and tell me what part of my life he enjoys. I wouldn't mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, think- I, I think the thing I miss most from like production things is crafty because mm. like just having like a selection of crackers that I wouldn't expect in my own home, you know? <laughs> yeah. There was That's... a time where I had so many nature Valley granola bars. And, uh, I remember <laughs> Mateo Lane would come over and be like, what is, why do you have, who would buy these? And I was like, well, I'm not buying them, but I do like them. He's like, no one likes these. No one likes these. They're just like, it's just like gravel. Yeah. I mean, k- kudos to you for being able to get through those. Those are like really, <laughs> I think I like I would like crumple them up and put them in my 
my yogurt and stuff. Okay. So it'd be, it's, it's perfect. I'm basically, that. just using the granola part of it, not yeah. the bar part of it. Yeah, but, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I assume yeah, those things are glued together with like actual super glue or something. <laughs> it's a rough snack. It's pretty rough. <laughs> it like makes you feel like you're working, though. I think you're like on set. Your face is in the game. Your mouth is in the game. It's pretty great. Yeah, it's also great. I'm a like, coal miner. I need, need this for sustenance. <laughs> working class. Look at my teeth. <laughs> well, and like it's also usually when you're on set, you're in something that like you can't get dirty. So those are such a yeah. funny like crafty snack because like you just come back from lunch with like crumbs all over you yeah they're so crumbly (laughs) um i agree that there's really truly i feel like no matter how far you get in this life there's nothing better than surprise free food really yes absolutely always and i'm always gonna take stuff home even if i don't want it yeah i think that's like the no matter how many like acting jobs we get i think that's the comedian in us still that is like the scrapper and the scavenger like absolutely sets with people that are like just just actors that never performed in bars and they don't even touch the crafty and I'm like shoving things into a bag mm-hmm. to take home with me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, we'll never be the same, will we? Okay. <laughs> I did uh, At Midnight and they have they get, have these huge tote bags as like a gift and then they had like snacks and crafty in your room and I was like, they're going to regret, regret giving me such a big bag because I <laughs> yeah. took so much stuff. I had like mint tea for a year because I like took all the tea out of my green room, other people's green room. I just like filled up the bag. And I was like, OK, bye, guys. <laughs> it's just part of your compensation is how I look at it. Yeah. Um, I did get fired from an office job when I was younger because I did the opposite. I was working at like a boring office job and I stole all the sock stuff from the office kitchen for a short film that I was working on. Whoa. <laughs> that's funny. That's really funny. Oh, damn, that's the way to do it. Right. How, do they, how do they confront you about that? They're like, you took well, all the instant oatmeal. You're fired. Yeah, okay, I say I got fired for that, but really it was like a, a, a several reasons. Like, I was way too young. It was like this really super corporate grown-up job, and I was only like 20 and it was yeah. like the first time I'd had a job where like you actually quote unquote didn't really have to be there. So I would just leave all the time and go hang out with my friends. My G string was always showing like there was I mean, that was one reason that I got fired. <laughs> but I would think if they did you tell them it was for a short film or did they think that you were stealing all the food for yourself? I told them it was for a short film. Oh, OK. OK. Then uh, they're like, clearly you don't care about being here. I, th- I was going to say if they thought it was for you and they were like young 20s, they're probably like, oh, she's broke. and She needs to eat. So. Yeah, let's just keep her here. I should have played that card, but I feel like when you're younger, you kind of like entertain this delusion that your day job gives a shit that you're involved in the film industry. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, they don't. They don't. No, they'd rather you weren't. I got fired from a clothing store job because I was like, I only work on the weekends because during the week I'm auditioning for commercials, and they're like, Yeah, but you'll have to like cover for people every once in a while. I was like, Nope. And I guess they thought I wasn't being serious. <laughs> and, then, and there's truly only like four employees at the store. It was like a really small boutique. Mm-hmm. And people would get sick or like need to call yeah. out and be like, can you cover for me? And I'd be like, I'm so sorry. I have to wait for Hollywood to call me. And <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's not a bad attitude, though. Like that attitude pays off in some way where it's yeah. like, no, I, I don't have time for shit. <laughs> Eventually. It didn't then. Also, and then there were other reasons, of course. I was always late. And I was the one who had the key. So, like, no one can get into the store until I got there, which was always, like, 20 minutes after we opened. And then uh, I fucked up the register so many times. And, like, I would mess things up over the weekend. And then Monday they had to clean up everything because I would, like, 
accidentally overcharge people or undercharge them because there was like <laughs> discounts happening all the time and then two different register systems at different locations and I was like I don't know how to do this <laughs> and I just <laughs> kept messing up and had to call people and be like I'm sorry uh you didn't pay enough money can you pay more money please are you serious <laughs> did they did that did that ever work <laughs> They did, but they were so pissed. They they did do yeah, it. They're yeah. like, okay, but like, what? This is not my fault. Why do I have to pay more money? And I'm like, I know. Sorry. That feels like a really great scam. Um, just calling people, be like, hey, you uh, your Starbucks was actually undercharged. Can you yeah. Ven- Venmo me the difference? Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Can you mail me a check? <laughs> and then I'll take care of the rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Have you guys Don't ever worry. worked a serving job where you lost a customer's credit card? Has that ever happened to anyone else? I don't no. think so. Oh my no, god! No. There was a couple oh, times. So it happened to me twice when I was waitressing that, like, oh, no. the thing you know fell out of the little jacket thing that you put it. There is like Oof. that kind of fear. I can only really compare it to like having a pet go missing or something. Like it's just like your heart is racing, and you have like this thirty second window where at first they don't notice, and then the table starts to see you like frantically looking around the restaurant and. Yeah. yeah. And I, but one time I, I never found it again. I had to go tell the table that I lost their credit card. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Man. That's impressive because, like, Tess and I are known for losing our debit cards, but I've never lost someone else's. <laughs> <laughs> we did a tour one time where Barbara lost her credit card in Washington State and then Tess lost hers in Oregon. Oh, so my we, gosh. Like, we had multiple states with multiple <laughs> debit cards missing. That's very funny. <laughs> I will say that's been one bonus of, of yeah, quarantine is I haven't, I've lost a lot less things yeah. not saying nothing, you're home but less <laughs> yeah yeah i'm not going anywhere yeah. yeah i was at a restaurant and uh and paid the bill and then i got someone else's credit card back but didn't notice it for days oh, and shit. and like was like <laughs> living a life and then eventually it wasn't <laughs> working and i was like why is it not working and then i looked at the name and i was like this is fully not my credit card but they were both <laughs> they looked oh, the no. same right and, yeah. it, and it was Jason Ritter's. No, what? John Ritter's son. No, he ran out. Of, how did he run out of money? Or I guess I think he realized what it. happened before I did, and probably canceled the card. That's and so funny. <laughs> did you guys just, meet up? Had he been using you, your card? No, we didn't meet up. I tried to like find him on Instagram. I was like, I don't know how to find this person. <laughs> I tried to find him on Instagram. I found a Jason Ritter, but I don't know if that was him because there were yeah. no actual photos on there. Just like. Mm stop signs or something i don't know but i was like maybe that's not him so i didn't reach out but i feel like just, that, that would have been a good use of a man of your manager or agents to be like can you find jason ritter's yeah. reps and then let them know i have this and that's and then or you guys make a movie about it a together meet cute. Yeah. yeah yeah fun meet cute absolutely <laughs> <laughs> you have my card and do you want to get dinner about it <laughs> yeah i like getting gas and going to target too <laughs> yeah yeah you see all the purchases you're like that's so crazy i was gonna get the same thing <laughs> wow <laughs> so much in common um gonna say i have a new i haven't had like a reply guy on twitter for a minute mm-hmm. and not not someone who's trying to like make your jokes better because those are you know those yeah, are all the time obviously yeah. um but this guy is just, I looked at who else he responds to, and it's exclusively women with big boobs. Okay. So he's Sick. found me somehow. Don't He obviously crossed over from Instagram, I think, because I don't yeah. think there's a lot of... Well, you're on the big boob registry, so, yeah. you know. I'm yeah, yeah. Sure. I probably, honestly, if there's a wiki feet, there's for sure a, a big tit. big boob. A tit, I was going to say a tit feet, <laughs> but I guess a wiki tit. <laughs> 
But his name is Mr. Jackoff. <laughs> mm, that's really crazy. Oh, Have you blocked no. this guy yet? He's not been t- creepy enough for me to block him, but I just want to <laughs> j- tell you guys some of the stuff he said. Have um, you asked him if there's a Mrs. Jackoff? <laughs> I, yeah, that's- <laughs> I, I think he's hoping that's Barbara. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just a Mr. Jackoff looking for my Mrs. Jackoff. <laughs> That's his goal. Well, he always says Miss. He calls me Miss Babs, which just feels M S or M I S S. M I S S. Miss. You're a Miss. Why does that feel so weird? Because we weird. don't use Miss anymore. Everyone uses and Miss, right? I don't think Mr. Jackoff could say anything that wouldn't feel weird. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> just him saying anything to you is weird. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I had a masturbation joke, and uh, like, and he said, which you clearly don't do at all. Winky face. BF is lucky to have you, Miss Babs. Mm-mm. Heart, fa- wait, smiley heart face, heart, and then that drooling. I don't like that drooling emoji. No, I would have. I, yeah. I would have blocked him for that immediately. <laughs> you, you kind of like it. Uh, <laughs> I think it's funny. I do. But then, so what he said to me is mild. I looked at his other responses, and he. And these are like, he's responding to people who are like posted, like porn people. So, yeah, yeah. But he said, You can have my cream that comes out of my prickly dick, Miss Tony. He says, Miss to everyone. Well, at least he's polite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Thankfully, he's... thankfully. For Why is that. his dick prickly? What's going I don't on? Oh, well, that's a weird thing Wait. to call your dick. Is he a cat? Because they have spiny dicks, right? Is maybe that a thing? maybe he has a hairy dick and he only shaves it like once every week. Oh, yeah, that could that would be a prickly dick, yeah. <laughs> but it's just he calls it the girl miss, so now I don't even feel I'm not even special. I don't know. So is it's it just, literally you and a bunch of porn stars? Yes, that's, that's kind of cool. Pr- the only people he responds to is me and people and people who are like posting, you know, OnlyFans photos or something. Oh. So I'm like I don't know how he found me. He likes you for your mind, Barbara. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. <laughs> Do you have long nails for a hand job, Miss Mandy? It's just weird. Wow, Jesus. This is, it's like close to funny. Like, I would yeah. like, it's like a hair off right. from being like, oh, this is a joke. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. It's not quite there. Yeah, yeah. That's like, yeah, when the, the you see a Twitter account or something that you think like, oh, like if this is on purpose, it's funny. Right. But mm-hmm. if it's not then it's not funny at all. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, very sad. Exactly. <laughs> I don't get the feeling that this is an ironic account. I don't no, think no, so. No, no, no. He's, he's being serious. Like, no, he's I just, I just want to know how he found me. I don't understand. Well, oh, and then, oh, I you said, know, perverts I, I re- on the internet have just, it's I, like, un, un, unlimited resources, I think, to find boobs. That's true. Oh, maybe the, the joke you posted was about masturbating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe he just searched masturbating yeah. oh, no, that term was... in the, in Twitter and yours popped up. Yeah. This was his most recent reply. He's been on he's been on it for a minute. Oh. But he's asking me where he can watch my material. <laughs> so maybe he is <laughs> Okay. He well... might think you're a porn star. <laughs> but he's not material. <laughs> yes, no yeah. material. Oh, I don't yeah. call porn yeah. material. He's looking for for <laughs> jokes. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying Mr. Jackoff, you know. <laughs> if you're out there Hey, Mr. Jackrov, uh, patreon.com slash lady to lady. Um, yeah. We, yeah. Yeah. Please give us money if you're going to keep creeping on Barbara. We'd like to at least benefit from it financially. One time I 
uh, I actually like went back through my Twitter mm-hmm. to to like to clean it out because yeah. I was like, yeah. who knows what's going on there? Mm-hmm. Totally. And then and the way I tweeted when I, I started tweeting was so boring. It was just like went to the grocery oh store, saw yeah. a weird guy. Like yeah. it's like <laughs> so nothing. They weren't jokes. <laughs> it was yeah. like whatever. Uh, and there was one tweet that I deleted, but I remember tweeting it saying something about like waiting for my cup of noodles to cool off so I'm just mm-hmm. going to masturbate to pass the time. Yeah, yeah. And, and and then I saw someone the next day who saw a, ma- a man who saw that mm-hmm. tweet and brought it up like, "Whoa, what a crazy night you had." And I was like, "Oh, I don't like this." <laughs> I don't. No. This I don't I don't want this to happen. Nope. <laughs> no, don't talk to me in per- never talk to me in person about in pers- my tweets. No, yeah. especially about like dirty jokes or dirty tweets like that's the number one thing like yeah absolutely that sucks about doing dirty material is like I I think that's why I kind of like sometimes get anxiety about like mingling with the audience after a show is because I've had Mm -hmm. like a couple too many incidents where people like try to yes and your sex jokes and it's like I'm not on stage anymore yeah yeah very weird the the performance is over to be said into the ether not for a response yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) people don't get that they don't know that there's like a now I'm done working. <laughs> now, right. yeah. now this is me. Not, totally. Not especially, yeah. Well, yeah, especially with Twitter and stuff, because there is no line anymore. Yeah. So it's just like, this is for me to respond to. Yeah, that's a uh, no thank you. No thank you on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, what we should be doing is we should be like tweeting and then post like a photo of us just staring in the middle distance to just be like, we're off now. This is a. This <laughs> is like an off time. Who I am. Yes. Separately. Yeah. <laughs> I'm living a different life. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> well, I was gonna say, Sashir, you've been um, doing. You're in Nicole's like roller skating gang. Is that what's going on? Skate gang. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. What's that? Ah, I love it. It, it. It's not really a gang, but we like to call it a gang, like as if we're gonna. <laughs> knock over mailboxes and stuff and <laughs> cause trouble in the town. But uh, Nicole has been bullying me to get skates for months. And then I finally caved and was like, fine. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know why I was even resistant. Maybe I was just like, I'm an adult who doesn't <laughs> roll yeah. around the street. And then <laughs> I bought them and I was like, and now I'm just fully in. I love it so much. It's so fun. And it's a great way to like, be outside and hang mm-hmm. out with people and do it safely. Everyone has a mask on. We're trying to social distance and mm-hmm. we've been going to a park and, and like we, Nicole just invited people she knew who had roller skates and then those people invited people and people have bought skates and then like joined the group. And the last yes. time we did it, it was like 30 people. Like, and we Wait, took I over the basketball I want to join because I've been roller Come. skating too. I started oh, roller great. skating. Yeah, yeah. Come, <laughs> yes. It's, it's yes. so fun. Everyone's welcome. And we like... You go to the specific park and and the basketball courts are like off limits because of corona like they like people have either taken the hoops down or like put a bar in the middle of the hoop so you can't like shoot an actual basket so since no one's playing basketball we just like skate on the court because it's like a really smooth surface that's my has this happened to you because the one thing that's kind of shaking my confidence is i've had a couple issues where i will like it really matters that the ground is level because if you miss like a crack it's so easy to wipe out Yes, if there's like a just like a dip in the asphalt or rocks, it's like, uh oh, yeah. am I on a mountain? <laughs> yeah. It changes everything. But thankfully, this is like a very smooth surface and no one's there, so we just Ooh. take over. 
Did That's you watch awesome. tutorials or anything when you first started, or did you just remember yeah? It from- I've been looking at a lot of like Instagram videos where it's like, here's quickly how to turn or like how to uh-huh. do this thing. So I've, I could do like I can shoot the duck. You can which is where Ooh. yeah, where you can like you crouch down, you stick one leg out, and you grab it with your hand. Whoa, that's amazing. Yeah. Thank you so yeah. much. <laughs> How long did it's it take you to impressive. get that? Not very long. But really? I'm, I like, my core strength's really good. Not to brag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, was, I mean, that's what have to be all it is. I feel like yeah. I could, yeah. I mean, I, I, think, I, think, I think that is it. I like, I don't, because it's not like I've done that before. <laughs> but I just, like, I was like, I think I can do this. And then I did it. And man, I, I, I did it. <laughs> that's oh, awesome. Yeah. Me and my roommate have been watching Legendary on HBO all week and mm-hmm. like watching people do the duck walk, it yeah. like defies gravity. And then we'll just crouch down to be like, maybe we can figure this out. And then I'm like, I'm going to snap a knee. Yeah. <laughs> I took a voguing class one time at like a dance studio and mm-hmm. it, it's so much thigh and knee yeah. work. And I was like, I don't think I can, I got to like work on my knees before I do this. I got to like strengthen yeah. my joints before I actually try to do this again <laughs> because it was so much work. It's yeah, so impressive. Exactly. Have you guys ever yeah. taken a pole dancing class? Yes. That shit like is really rough on your inner thighs. Like I don't know how girls that pole dance all the time don't just have like they must have calluses on their inner thighs or something. Not calluses. I've I've been pulling for like a year. Oh, with, oh wow. With, okay. Okay. with nice. Nicole because she wants me to do everything. Uh, <laughs> and Nicole's going hardcore now. She has a pole in her backyard and oh, yes. she's been just working on it during quarantine. I haven't pulled in months, so I don't yeah. I need to like refresh myself when we go back to it. But it's more, let's see, pulling, is, it's like, it's a combination of your legs and your hands and arms. So it's like, mm-hmm. uh, rarely am I relying like just on my knees to clamp the pole or just on my, well, actually knees shouldn't be clamping the poles, but your thighs yeah, or just your arms. Uh, you can use like a combination of your weight to like throw yourself up there. But yeah, I, only, I mostly got houses on my actual hands on my Mm. inner knuckle bed what is that called it's a lot of like dragging (laughs) down on the pole and like yeah yeah but i get bruises on my shins Mm. and makes sense that's it really oh and and the top of my foot oh yeah your foot that because your feet would like squeeze the pole oh i see like there's like would squeeze like fat there yeah yeah there's there's truly nothing between the skin and the bone in there yeah got it so gratifying to like get better at and just kind of yeah improvement. yeah that, absolutely that was, really that was like it's like tricky exercise because uh, you're mostly trying to do a new trick or like trying mm-hmm. to gain a new skill but you're also exercising and then yeah. and then you know how to do a thing and it was like just the clearest example of like whoa look out look how much i've grown yeah within these months i wasn't able to do that at all now i can like climb up the pole or like go upside down or whatever and also just like a reminder of like i guess it doesn't take that long to learn a skill yeah Yeah. oh damn i think we we kind of have this like myth in our i don't know if it's just our society but that that, like that you stop learning when you're younger that it's hard for older people to learn language or things like that but it's really like if you're just constantly cultivating that i think you're constantly getting better at learning things not just the thing you're learning but like the process of learning something yeah totally and i mean i i i well yeah i guess it's time too you just like don't have the time as much when you're older but yeah i do find it a lot harder to learn like 
stuff because I've been trying piano like 10 times a row and every time I fall off I have to like start over again yeah I I guess some it just depends on the thing but I'm excited though for the skate gang that like the you know the good things that have come out of this kind of situation like that where I'm like yeah that's like a very positive cool thing that yeah I hope people can like carry on and enjoy together absolutely yeah I went to a drive-in for the first time ever spree premiered at a drive-in and and they are continuing to be at drive-ins wherever they are in, in your city. But uh, yeah, I was like, that's fun. That that probably that's wouldn't kind, have happened if we that's kind of scary because isn't it about like a driver killing people? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you're like <laughs> totally. in your car listening to this this crazy movie and being yeah, like, well, yeah. I guess I'll just drive home. <laughs> <laughs> terrifying totally. scary <laughs> um we got we have to take a break we'll be right back hey welcome back to lady to lady i'm brandy i'm babs i'm tess and we're here with Sashir. Yeah. Ooh. And uh, let's see. We've got a thing. Uh, we've got a thing. You know. <laughs> no big deal. Uh, yeah, we're just going to play a little sleepover game with you. Uh, these are just yeah. silly, like, mid-90s quiz questions. Great. No, this one is quarantine partner question. 100 questions to bring you closer. We're not going to do all 100. But no. Wh- why? These are, like, separated by name, which I don't understand. But okay. Anyway. Just, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, I have one. Um, if your face had to be a Snapchat filter forever, which one would it be? Ooh. I guess Instagram too. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Cause I was like, you had I to, don't, not on Snapchat, yeah. but I don't even know. If you had to are. have a filter on your face forever, which filter would you go with? I like that rainbow one where it looks like the, there's like a rainbow coming out of your window or something. You're just yeah. like, to be in the perfect spot where it's shining mm-hmm. on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That one's pretty great. That would be fun because, yeah, everyone's you just kind of bringing a rainbow anywhere it's you happy. go. You can yeah. show that you're an ally. Great. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like I it. would definitely do the cat. One of the cat eye ones just because I for the life of me cannot figure out how to do that shit. Mm. <laughs> it mm-hmm. would be better. That's the alternative to tattooing your makeup on. It's just like the, the holographic filter next. Of yeah. Which we are going to have yeah. eventually, right? Like you're just going to be able to see it in person. I'm assuming. I think Probably. so. Like once we all get the chip installed in our brain, hmm. I'm sure there'll be like some kind of update for that. Yeah. Like an Apple watch that would like project, <laughs> yeah, just it, onto project it onto your face. Yeah. I think that'd be pretty fun. Yeah. I'm just a- saying if you're listening, Bill Gates, I don't know who. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's there's a real stupid one that I like a lot called Jazz Man that puts a tiny little jazz hat on and then a tiny little uh, saxophone in front of your face so you talk the saxophone just moves. <laughs> That's I don't know if I'd, I'd want it forever, but it would be <laughs> pretty funny to have for a while. It would That'd be like your happy. dinosaur car, but for your face. Yeah, basically. Yeah, that would make you pretty I happy. I think I would do the. My niece and I really like the black and white one where you have like a veil. Do you guys know what I'm, the veil with the hat? Mm-hmm. Oh, the film noir. Yeah, very yeah. mysterious. Yeah, it's yeah, good. The yeah. makeup on that one's very good. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, next makeup question. is the thing to go for. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, who walks in the room and you immediately smile? I mean, if Beyonce walked into the room, I'd. <laughs> 
<laughs> smile forever. Yeah, yeah. I lose my mind. Yeah. I think I would. I don't know if it would be a smile or more just of like a. Ah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, ah, ah. I'm almost certain I would cry. I'm pretty sure I would cry. <laughs> I think out of all of us, Brandy's the only person who's been in a room with Beyonce. That's true. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I've been in a room with Beyonce. Yeah. Oh, hey. Hell yeah. Was she on SNL when you were on it? Her sister was Solange, and she came to support. Oh, my oh, God. That's amazing. awesome. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's super cool. So you, even got, you were even seeing humble Beyonce, which is even better. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> I'm just hanging out today. I'm not even working. <laughs> that was one of my favorite parts of Homecoming when her and Solange do that dance together. Oh, yes. And they so fell. Cute. It was, like, so cute. Yes. Yeah. I actually watched. I put on Homecoming the other day because I had some stuff to, like, mend. I was, like, sewing. And I was like, I'll oh, just, like, throw something on to have in the background and I don't know why I thought like no, Beyonce would pa- be in the passive background watching. yeah I, <laughs> of course I was like well I, this is now what I'm doing I'm just gonna watch this for two hours and not do anything else yeah <laughs> nothing got mended I just was like well yeah. I'm fully in your soul I mean <laughs> yeah yeah yes <laughs> <laughs> Okay, what see what the sorry, this is kind of a big question. What small, seemingly insignificant decision had a massive impact on your life? That's mm. kind of a lot to throw at someone. I don't I don't even know what the answer is. <laughs> huh. Maybe well, in high school, um I quit volleyball my senior year of high school. I did it from like 6th grade to high school and um, I quit because of the politics, <laughs> and and <laughs> since I had a semester open, I did my first musical, and I feel like that's what made me want to perform. And nice. like, oh wow, nice! Actually, concentrate my efforts in that direction. So, yeah, I don't know if, but although quitting volleyball does feel like a big deal, but I guess the the I just thought. The choice yeah. of, of doing the musical yeah, was like a win. the trajectory of like, right. What musical was it? Working. Um, I don't think I know that one. I don't really remember it that well, but everyone like had a job. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, I'm the lawyer. I'm the doctor. I was a secretary. <laughs> I feel like I've heard of this show, but then I'm like, am I just thinking of nine to five? <laughs> yeah. I mean that one's also about working. Yeah. <laughs> the original office is working. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Um, okay. I feel like what you guys do. You guys have an answer for this question. I was gonna say. I guess I feel like the. Ra- I mean, I don't know. This wasn't like a decision, but the place that I sublet when I first moved to LA, I was here for a month, and then that that roommate who was in that sublet had a roommate in the place I'm in now. Mm-hmm. And I moved to here and I've been here for, you know, like 11 years. So I feel like the decision, I guess, to come to L.A. when I did to get that sublet, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, the place where I've lived has been yeah, a huge impact in my life. So I yeah. guess that would be. I think maybe I um, had a like I when I was a waitress at the Cat and Fiddle, like somehow at that job, I just met like a lot of people that ended up maybe not even them directly, but through them. I met people that ended up being really important to me, like personally and professionally um, Mm -hmm. in a way that I wouldn't think would have happened from a waitressing job. So maybe I would say that. Yeah. 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 I think my I I had like a French horn scholarship in college and uh, the 
people in the band really wanted me to join like the frat <laughs> and I was like, cause it's like a co-ed and I was like, absolutely not. You guys are playing like Monopoly and shit. That's not going to happen. Um, Wait, there was like a band frat. Yeah. It was like just that for, like, the, the band nerdiest group. thing I've ever yeah. heard in my life. Yeah. <laughs> You're already in a group. You're already in- <laughs> yeah. Isn't yeah, the band exactly. the frat? It- yeah. Oh, I was man. like, I'm just, I was like, I'm just doing this cause I, it's paying for part of my college. And I, uh, I said that I was going to go to one of their events and then I ghosted it. And then they didn't talk to me that much at rehearsals after that anymore, which was great. I think cause I, then I didn't, the weird pressure of trying to be their friends didn't work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think ghosting a band fraternity monopoly party, uh, <laughs> I think everyone made, you not made have good to, decisions, have to guys. deal with people. Mm. Yeah, maybe I'll have to deal with them. I was like, cool, you guys get that I'm not comfortable. I like, don't want to deal with it. I right. love that you're like, the, it had such an impact on me not having to talk to these people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, but like in college, it's like in college, so like that opened up like, you know, I, I was like right, a film major, right, so just yeah. worked, focused way more on that. And then, you know, just was, that was like, just like a gig that I did. And then I like left. So I didn't have to worry about like that weird friendship shit or anything like that because coming from like high school marching band like i think that's what it is because like high school marching band that is like that is your uh that is your friend group so Mm -hmm. i think when people went to college they were like no well we're just gonna do the same thing here with the college band kids and i was like no we have majors like i want to meet the people there yeah it was your kind of like lesson and like oh i can move on past this part of my life Mm -hmm. yeah 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 by by ghosting them yeah that was Mm -hmm. great Yeah, I think that's a big one. <laughs> okay, you still have uh, a French horn? Uh-huh. Yeah. And you still play it? I pull it out like probably once a month just to like run scales and stuff to see Ooh. if I can still do it. And I've still got my range. My tone is not very good. But I I I liked I, I could get it back in like a month or two if I had like a thing to get good for. It's like one of my I would I would I would love to get to a place where I can like be in a community orchestra again eventually. Oh wow, yeah. Like in, oh, that would be 40s. awesome. Yeah, I miss playing. I do miss playing like with a group of people a lot cuz it's really fun. Like I have a trumpet too cuz I can that's a pretty easy transition with that. Like most brass instruments are relatively easy if cool. you can do French horn. Yeah, it's fun. I love it. I'll never get rid of that thing. I've had it since. I mean, that was my, in high school, my parents were like, we can give you money towards like a car or we can give you money towards an instrument. And I was like, oh, my friends have cars. They'll pick me up. They like me. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow that's so you rare. I feel like people would be like, give me yeah. a car. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> nah, I was like, eh, I got a bike. Everyone's close enough. And I don't know. People will pick. I don't want it. People will drive me around <laughs> if they need it. <laughs> also, are those two things comparable? Is a French horn the same well, money as a car? I mean, not like, not like that. Like a a brand new one is like 2,500 or something like that. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I got like, I got a little bit money towards it and then I worked to like pay off the rest of it basically. But yeah, I was like, I really, I really wanted that really bad. Then it, then it paid off. Then it paid paid for itself because I got a scholarship with it. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. You can't get a scholarship with an old car. No. (laughs) No, you can't. No, no. (laughs) I'm planning on, I hope it works out, but I have like brothers who are way younger than me who are like teenagers. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure they don't listen to this, but I'm thinking about surprising them. And if the timing works out when they turn 16, letting them buy my car from me for like 20 bucks. Oh, yeah. Right? Because I'm like, I wish I had had an older sibling who would have done something like that for me. I'm like, I feel like when you're a teenager, like there's nothing like having your own car. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Oh, I think Barbara froze, or she's just overcome with emotion. She looks really happy wherever she is. (laughs) Yeah, she she did. (laughs) It's a yeah, great frame to freeze on. Yeah, exactly. Like a a laughing action shot. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. 
overwhelmed with the emotion of the story of Tess being the coolest big sister ever. <laughs> I love being a cool big sister. Um, okay. What are you kind of obsessed with these days? Murder shows. <laughs> yep. Have you watched I'll Be Gone in the Dark? No. I just finished it last night. It's awesome. Where, what network is that? Uh, it's on HBO. That's the... Oh. Um, it's the uh, it's Michelle the McNamara. Of, yeah, Michelle McNamara's uh, the story of like the Golden State Killer and like her the writing of the book and like the whole um, j- journey of that whole thing. It's really, ooh, it's beautiful. That book also, was amazing. The book is amazing. I also think like all creatives should should watch that series because it really like gets into like how much she kind of like. Unfortunately, un- un- for- like how how she died and everything, basically too, and like yeah. how like what was going on with it, and it's really, it's I think it's a really really important thing to, for people to watch to be able to like understand like their creative process, but also know like when to put yourself and your own health and stuff first. Too. Yeah, that was my yeah. I think the most compelling part about the book is just like you. Yeah. It starts out just being about the Golden State Killer, and then it's really kind of like a chilling because you hear her like through the book becoming obsessed to the point where she has to take sleeping pills to go to sleep and Mm -hmm. you know Patton is in bed asleep and her daughter's asleep and she's awake just obsessively researching this stuff and you see her just descend throughout the the ramp ramp up of it yeah the series is amazing the last two episodes especially are just like ooh, total tearjerkers but really like amazing and they they interview a lot of the survivors too and it's just them like being like he doesn't get this from us anymore and they they all get together now and like they just have like um meetups basically just Whoa. to like it's really it's very cool highly oh, highly good. recommend what, yeah what murder absolutely. shows are you watching this year yeah um oh boy uh unsolved mysteries oh yeah classic yep. the reboot yep yep <laughs> also i watch a lot of old forensic files forensic my husband files is, loves forensic oh. files Mm-hmm. Forensic Files is like the ocean. It just it's just com- <laughs> comforting to listen to sometimes. <laughs> Not for Tess, but that's how yeah. I feel about like reality shows where people just go out to lunch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my my yeah. my my favorite Forensic Files is there's one about this cop that uh, I think he killed his wife and he tried to burn down his house, but he moved all of his bo- bowling trophies out of the house before yeah. the house burned down. So he clearly. Yeah, like clearly, clearly so- you did something, dude. Everything but your bowling trophies burned down in your house. Okay. <laughs> Too, yeah, just an idiot. <laughs> that kind of shit. That kind of shit mm-hmm. I'm very into. <laughs> yeah, anytime I am in a hotel, I'll put on Investigation Discovery mm-hmm. and just like leave it on. <laughs> yeah. That's my jam. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I wonder what's comforting about that. Do you think it's just the fact that like it gets solved at the end? Maybe or, because watching Unsolved Mysteries, I was unsettled because I was like, well, how does it end? And it doesn't yeah. because it's unsolved. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and we just don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, that part, that that's the hard part. <laughs> yeah. But some of them are like, because they're, people mm-hmm. are talking about them, some of them are being revisited, which is really good. Like there was one where a guy got murdered in some really like country town Mm -hmm. and no one understood like where like the body was found but like it must have been moved at some point in time Mm -hmm. and uh and also like racism was involved it was like a whole thing but they like opened the case back up and like exhumed the body to like i guess Mm -hmm. see if there's foul play or something like that yeah 
Whoa. That's like a positive of these shows. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. people get to talking and then they're like, well, actually, I think I, I know a clue or I figured something out. We all get to be detectives. Yeah, like, I bet you shows. if we had reality TV and podcasts back when Jack the Ripper was happening, that shit would have been <laughs> done so. Yeah, yeah, totally. gotten it. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, all right, um, should we go to break while we look for Babs? We lost, we lost her. Oh, yeah. She'll be back in like one second. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. All right, guys, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. We're back. I'm Tess. I'm Babs. I'm Brand. I'm Brandy. And we're here with Sashir. Hello. And uh, yeah. we are going to do a lady problem. Thank you guys for sending in your lady problems to us. We appreciate it. If you want to send us one, send it to ladytoladycomedy at gmail.com. And if you've sent one in the past, send us an update. It's always fun to hear if, yeah, if we've it. solved your problems. Or made them yeah. worse. You can let us <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> we we want to know. We need, we need critiques on our advice. Let us know. In a nice way. <laughs> Lady problems. Lady problems. Lady problems. Do you have them? Lady problems. Do you have them? People have them. All right. Uh, dear ladies, I hear you need new lady problems. And this one is very minor, but I thought this might be particularly relevant in these trying times. My husband and I live in a small one-bedroom apartment in L.A. Sound travels everywhere. I just finished getting my master's degree and I'm looking for work while my husband has been thankfully able to work from home since March. His desk is in the living room and mine is in the bedroom, but our walls are paper thin, so we might as well be in the same room. Here's the problem. His job is really stressful and working from home really slows down his usual workflow, so he is constantly frustrated and involuntarily talks to himself from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. It's a near constant stream of, give me a fucking break, man. <laughs> I can't believe this shit. Are you fucking kidding me? Come on! <laughs> and even though I know it's about his work and has nothing to do with me, it really stresses me out. It's harshing my just graduated, there are no jobs anyway, and I deserve to t relax a little bit vibes. I don't necessarily feel guilty lounging around reading all day, but it's hard to really relax when there is a giant ball of stress 10 feet away from me at all times. In the beginning, I asked him to be quieter, but he doesn't seem to be aware of or able to control his outbursts. We have a dog, so I'm able to escape to walk him, and obviously one of my strategies is listening to a podcast to drown him out. But any other tips you have for increasing the tranquility slash fun in my household during stay at home would be much appreciated. Thanks so much, Anna. Oh, man. I get this. This Yeah. Uh, it's tough. Um, I, you know what I do is uh, when this is happening, I'll walk by while Sean's in a work call and I'll like flash him. <laughs> <laughs> and it like works like a charm every time. <laughs> uh, nice little pick me up. Yeah. yeah that's fun. <laughs> I also, I just like the idea of this, of also like while she's listening to this podcast, him just being like, God damn it. Come yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if there's any outdoor space she can go to. Like mm -hmm. if it's not their own, maybe just a park. Cause if she's just reading and, you could apply to jobs in the park or yeah. in a in a place that's not your home. Or maybe do you have a friend who like also needs like 
a couple hours of computer work time, maybe you can go to their backyard and you two social distance hang while like yeah. being on your computers at the same time or something like that. That's a yeah. good idea. That's change a good of the idea. location. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a good way to deal with the guilt of like, you're right, you do have every right to just be hanging out. But also if he's at this like stressful job, I could see how that would be annoying to him too. If like you're just having the most relaxing day of your life and he's up Shit's <laughs> Creek without a paddle. So yeah, <laughs> go to Griffith Park, take a blanket there. I mean, there's so many like nice trails and like there's plenty of places in LA, I think, where you can like have a nice day. And it's so nice here all the time that like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, may as well. Yeah. Yeah, and I think maybe if there's a way for like you guys to like even go rent a place somewhere else for like a week or two, that way e- even if he's working the whole time, just like him having a different chain of scenery would go a yeah, long way too. As long as is. there's internet's good, just like a different window to look out at to be screaming "God damn it!" to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I, I'm sure his job. It sounds like it is like a pretty stressful job, but I wonder if it's worth um, inviting him to come with you to walk the dog sometimes. Like because I think it's good. You know, it can be easy to like get in the zone work wise and feel like you absolutely can't leave your computer. But in, and in fact, it's actually much more productive, I think, sometimes just to get some fresh air mm-hmm. and walk around for a minute. So maybe that would help him chill out, too. If yeah. he's going to like take breaks with you. Or like or if he's if he actually has like a proper lunch break. I don't mm-hmm. know if you can when you're working from home. But if he's like, I can do 30 minutes or an hour. Yeah. Get a burrito and go to the park or like. Eat, eat outside or something. Get some fresh air because I think it can get very stale if you just stay yes, indoors definitely. looking at your screen the whole time. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, I think I think men like are not very good at self-care. So just like reminding them to like, <laughs> let me just take Let's do things that will make you feel good right now. Yeah. <laughs> Hence the flashing. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's very caring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I think the suggestion of going over to a friend's place is really good because I think like right now people are so in need of like friends and just like seeing each other because it's been so hard. And mm-hmm. there's there I'm sure you know someone who has yeah, like a porch or something where they have some outdoor space where you can see each other socially distance, but you know, maybe mm-hmm. yeah, do that spend some time to either relax together or do that shit. You don't have been wanting to get done for, you know, the past month. Like, Oh, let's do a get shit done party every week or something like yeah. that mm-hmm. where you can just kind of like let him have his, his like grumble fest by himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or get some roller skates and just hit the streets. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Absolutely. He won't be able to catch up with you. Yeah, get him some blades. You can get some roller skates. <laughs> His and hers. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I think you're I'm approaching what? it well that you're like not being hard on yourself about this time because that doesn't yeah, help anything. Uh, I was just going to say that. Thank good. Good on you for like not being stressed and kind of just being like, well, this is the reality. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it's super easy to feel guilty too. Like when your partner's working really, like it feels like you should also be working to the same extent. And I mean, I guess the upshot of that too is maybe this, maybe that is good for you. Like maybe, yeah, you mm-hmm. do deserve to relax and just chill, but maybe there's some benefit to you of like, okay, if I'm going to stay home, I'm going to take care of some boring shit or like, you know, he's, you know, maybe use that to motivate you to do anything that if you've been putting anything off or anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, it sounds like you have headphones. Do you have noise canceling baby? You need the yeah. noise canceling. Yeah. There, there have been times I'll just like walk around like with 
like after I stop listening to the podcast, I'll just like leave them on sometimes because it's just nice just to have that like completely silent, coco- like you know, uh, audio cocoon. Anyway, <laughs> well, you're wearing a cone. Yeah, feels that way. I mean, I I often in stores um, have headphones on and I'm not listening to anything at all because I just like don't want to just signal that I don't want to be talking to anybody or like don't bother me or just takes the noise of the store down a lot too. Yeah, it's so, like sunglasses for your ears. Yeah, <laughs> I do like now going to, going to places having like a mask and sunglasses and headphones on. It's just like the most like <laughs> don't don't talk to me possible. Stay away from me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I like wonder what like what, maybe like seeing like what what is he doing to like de stress himself um, outside of you know the office and that's not that's not necessarily your responsibility to come up with that but just to make your situation better just in general like what what are like what are the ways that he is like de-stressing himself when a work day is over you know just having him like looking and kind of working figuring that out yeah too. i think so the putting just it, putting building. away the screens time and mm-hmm. making sure you guys have yeah. time together away from that stuff for like an hour after he's done with work or something like that could help Mm-hmm. Um, yeah I'm pretty strict about screen time with Sean and I like an hour before bed like no phones like, that's so good I I needed I'm so bad at that I'm just not yeah. we both like say goodnight and then we scroll on our phones no <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then with you now that's what yeah. the internet has to offer me <laughs> yeah, what's yeah, Mr. Exactly. Jackoff got going on <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but what how what do you think that does Tess? like what is it how does it help you know helps with anxiety helps so much with anxiety for me i mean yeah because i mean for me my, my personal anxiety feels like this crazy montage of different shit to worry about it's like twitter in my brain so like <laughs> i just kind of have to turn that faucet off like an hour before yeah. bed um mm-hmm. and then i end up reading instead which is like does the opposite it kind of just pulls me out and relaxes me and Mm-hmm. Just gets me ready yeah, for bed. That's great. Yeah, I like that. Plus, it also probably helps with like being connected at night and stuff before you're falling asleep too. Because you're not just like, uh huh, yeah, yeah, okay, totally, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that's really yeah, we're both workaholics too. So I, I also think that's another way to like draw a line. Because otherwise, we'd both just be on our computers until like three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I just never know when I'm gonna go to sleep, so it's hard for me to calculate. Mm. an hour before like i'll be watching a movie and be like well i guess i'm done for the day and <laughs> yeah yeah anywhere from 11 p.m to 2 a.m i could fall asleep and i just don't know when, <laughs> when it's gonna happen <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> totally yeah yeah that's tricky i mean i guess the only time i really stay up later than i think is like if we're binge watching something and then it's like oh let's be bad and watch another episode yeah but I'm also like such a grandma where like nothing puts me to sleep like every single TV show. Like, <laughs> right. It's like, oh, things are moving in front of me. Great. Time to go to nice. bed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I do podcasts often. You That's do? usually what I'm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a few that I'll just put on that I'm just like, all right, cool. I'll like set a timer for 15 minutes and I'm usually out. Mm. that's yeah. uh, do you actually listen to them or is it like a just a white noise thing no i'm like listening to them but that i like if w- like with my eyes closed i think it's also because i have aphantasia so my eyes closed i'm not visualizing anything they're saying mm. um so i have a thing called uh, aphantasia where like my mind's eye is blind so i don't like my, my memory doesn't work in visuals um uh. yeah it's like a weird weird thing to explain but like so when i'm listening to a podcast i'm just like listening to them talk about stuff but i'm right. not like 
picturing what they're saying so it's kind of just like okay that's cool that's cool information or whatever and then i'm will kind of just fall asleep oh wow pretty quickly if it's voices i know too then there's something like comforting about that as well Mm -hmm. that that usually helps a lot yeah Yeah. it's funny i was like uh, my boyfriend was watching a netflix show and like doing work and so you know it was just a background show but i was like it's so funny Mm -hmm. that that like people have like toiled over making this show and we're just like eh like I just want to like oh, have yes. something on. <laughs> 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 oh, <no. laughs> I really pay attention to it. Yeah, like the, like I'm imagining writing that script and just being like, oh, should this be an and or a or, or just like and then like oh. people are, <laughs> I just don't give I a mean, shit. <laughs> That times a thousand. That's like yeah. all all of us. I'm sure right now we are background noise for someone literally right now. That is true. Oh, yeah. But Ab- absolutely. That's why like- we don't try harder at the podcast because we know that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's like about washing like- their clothes, whatever. whatever. They don't care. It doesn't matter what Absol- they're saying. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I think that's get, so much about like writing articles because like any article I've written, you know, I'm like, mm-hmm it's building to this big climax and I, you know, everything's building up to this final paragraph and I, does this graph go here or whatever? And yeah, yeah. I think the conversion rate on, on people who finish articles is like 10%. Oh my yeah. God. Oh wow. So it's like, <laughs> the, the, you know, you're obsessing over how to build it to this grand finish that yeah. literally no one ever gets to. <laughs> yeah. People read the headline, <laughs> the words that happen to be bigger than the other words yeah. and like maybe a paragraph. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. You could probably submit most stuff just be a magnetic poetry honestly (laughs) (laughs) Um, let us know how any of that works and if anybody has uh, additional thoughts on it um, our Facebook group is where we pop off with all that stuff so go to facebook.com slash lady to lady podcast and come come say hey over there yeah and thanks for doing the show Sashir yes thanks for having me so fun congrats on all your stuff coming out Uh, tell everybody where they can find you and find all your stuff Yes, I'm at The Sheer Truth on Instagram and Twitter. And please watch Spree. It's on Video On Demand. It's on iTunes, Amazon. Woke is coming out on Hulu September 9th. And um, a movie I shot a while ago called The Weeknd is on Amazon and iTunes now. That's new. Um, and, oh, and Best Friends Podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wherever you get podcasts. Yay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You. And Patreon oh, yeah. folks will uh, be over there for our top secret session. If you're curious about all that stuff, go to patreon.com slash lady to lady. Oh, and also shout out to all the listeners who came out to our show last night. It was so yeah, much fun. Yeah, it was so fun. Yeah, total blast. It was really, really, really fun for you guys. Yeah, uh, it was amazing. So we'll, we'll probably do another one of those. We just had a great time seeing everybody and being able to do jokes, show you the resident hunk, all that stuff. It was great. Yeah, our, our resident hunk read a poem um, about how he doesn't feel very hunky in quarantine. And, um, you know, he's just the sweetest. We love Ryan Emmett so much. He's a good man. So, yeah, thank you to everybody for coming out to that. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Can't get enough of us? Subscribe to our Patreon for exclusive bonus content, access to our first 100 episodes, and more. Go to patreon.com slash lady to lady now to sign up. As little as a dollar a month keeps a roof over the glam cave and keeps you laughing, even when your coworkers stare. That's patreon.com slash lady to lady. And don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram at lady to lady comedy. 
Join our Facebook group, Lady to Lady Podcast, to chat with other fans about episodes or even post your own lady problems. Check out our website, ladytoladycomedy.com, for show notes, videos, and merch. And duh, follow our individual accounts, Babs Gray, Brandazzle, and Testify Barker for jokes and info and where you can see us perform live. And if you want to send us snacks, stickers, or a lock of your own hair, I don't know, whatever, our P.O. Box is 412-794-Los Angeles, California, 90041. And please, leave us a review on iTunes, but only if you like us. We love you. We love you. Bye. 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 Bye.